Hello and welcome to another episode of the Five at the Back Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Charles, here with Eric, Jen, Skiff, and Scott. Uh, and we're here to bring you another wonderful bunch of soccer talk. Uh, we got a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things to talk about tonight, honestly. Uh, we, we, uh, we got a preview for a, an extraordinarily important game uh, for, for Liverpool to potentially, you know, uh, work their way back up the table, uh, which I'm sure that they're excited about. Uh, and, uh, you know, quite a few good games this week. We got, we got basically one and a half game weeks in the next, uh, next seven days. So very cool stuff. Uh, first, we're going to kick it off. This, this topic actually came about as a result of uh, Scott uh, picking apart one of my tweets this week. I, I was just celebrating uh, the, the the glorious talent that is uh, one of the world's best midfielders. And, and Scott thought, you know, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and make sure Charles knows he ain't that good. He, he's good, but he ain't that good. All right. So what Scott exactly said. Exactly how it happened. Yes. Yeah. What Scott <laughs> said was that Paul Pogba has, an, has elite talent, but is not an elite player. Do I have that right, Scott? Yes, I think that's actually verbatim what okay. I said. Yep. All right, so <laughs> it brings up an interesting question. I, I will give him that. I mean, it, it makes it makes you ponder. I don't think it about Pogba, but maybe about some other players in in the Premier League, players that either you know have that world class talent, but no, don't necessarily play up to their level on a regular basis, versus the players who don't necessarily have world class talent, but are so integral to their sides that if they weren't there, that side would definitely not be as good as it is. All right. So off top of your head, guys, who are some players that fall into any, either of these categories? So I'm going to go Manchester route, the blue side, not the red side. Um, <laughs> so and we're slumming I've got, to start. I, we're going to the slum, slum dog millionaires, uh, billionaires in this case. Um, you got Raheem Sterling, world-class talent. I would say that traditionally he does not play up to his talent level, especially on the finishing part of his game. And then on the flip side, you got Fernandinho, who when he missed last year or two years ago, not a world-class talent anymore, but 100% integral to his team. And you saw that when he was missing – a big piece of city's game was missing. So on the flip side, you've got uh, two players from city that I think of at least off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I would almost argue that there's a third category because you do have like the exceptional player that is both integral and is a world-class talent. And Kevin, you know what I mean? Off of that same squad, I would think would be like the, the kind of, you know, where the Venn diagram overlaps and you've got both. Can we classify De Bruyne as a uh, a world class player this year, though? I think so. I, I mean, think have the to look. I'd have to look at his. Been... His um, he missed some games, if I'm not mistaken, um, but his his output's been pretty good, e- even in the city side that struggled, relatively speaking, for well, them. I guess how do you want to define this? I mean, we've talked about this two weeks in a row now. So do you want to think of a definition like, hey, you know, this season and last season, the last three seasons, like what's your, you know, what's your definition of a world-class player? Is it somebody who walks into every single squad in the world? Is it somebody who's a top five, top 10 in their position? I guess, what are your kind of your thoughts on? I don't thought the world class was among the top three worldwide in your position. So in your selected position, if you were top three worldwide, I would consider you a world-class player. So I I won't make the direct correlation because I don't want to use the terminology here, but you know it when you see it, right? Like, I don't care if you're top five, top three, like call it whatever you want. You look at a player. Go use eye test. Go use eye test. Right. I I like how this other accent came out on that. That was fabulous, Charles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like the, yeah, right. Yeah, you can't go broke taking a profit. Um, so, so, you're, like you, so you're the you're, old old school manager. I don't need stats. I don't need that. I, no. I just see it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> ironic, right? It's it's ironic. No, see, Aaron, Bo- Aaron Boone like. <laughs> don't don't hear what I'm not saying, Skip. That that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> because there's there are systems and teams that set average players up 
to be for success to yeah. look elite. And then those players transfer to other squads or, you know, the put the squad around them falls apart a little bit and they look like crap. So it's not just stats. I mean, the stats play a role, uh, but there's always, you always have to apply some uh, qualitative analysis to the quantitative side too. Okay. So um, yeah, I, I think if you say top three in the world, I think that's a little restrictive. There are like right wingers. There's a ton of really good ones. There's more than three world-class right wingers. Are there three okay. Uh, defensive midfield I, it's just it depends on the position and, and there might be 10 and another spot there might be three so can we also I mean and part of what I think you know building off what Charles was talking about is do they have to be elite 24 hours seven days a week 365 days a year or can they have ebbs and flows in their productivity but we know it's a you know that there's like do they have periods where they can have flashes of brilliance and we know it's just other stuff is going on that's keeping them from their like firing well, it all like on all cylinders well Steph, like what for, were you gonna say? for me a perfect example 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 is uh, <laughs> uh, is, uh wilfred oh, no. zaha right the yeah. dude flashes brilliance he flashes world-class talent but he's not a world-class player because he doesn't do it consistently. And he even got a chance to go to, he went to United, right, Charles? He was, yeah, he was with United yeah, for a while. So he went to United. So there wasn't, there was that opportunity. You couldn't say, well, you know, he didn't get to play with good enough players or big enough teams. Like he just couldn't cut it. He's not a world-class player. He's a really good player who's on a crystal palace. Well, to be, to be fair though, to him, Fergie bought him, right? Mm-hmm. And didn't he get caught up in the post Fergie, like when he would have, made an impact as a senior player. Wasn't that during the transition? A little bit. That was like the Maryland um, Fellaini, David Moyes dumpster, right? Like, it was, it was, it, that was when he exited, but he did, he did have time in the Man United system enough. So to Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah. With Ferguson to enough to, to show off it, it, it. I think with him, it's very similar to what we see with a lot of elite talents is the talent is definitely there. It's always been an attitude thing. And, and the way in which he mm. interacts as, as a player on the field and, and in the locker room and whatnot. You see him with Crystal Palace right now. He doesn't regularly even carry the captain's armband at Crystal Palace because he's not that type of player. Like he's not the, okay. and he, you know, he, go, he throws fits on the field all the time when he doesn't get his way. And, oh. and that's kind of where it really, you know, it boils down to. He never fit the system that United was about. Uh, because he couldn't mend his attitude into, into, you know, think, think Angel Di Maria, same thing, elite talent, but his attitude is what keeps him from really competing as one of the the top players in the world on a regular basis. Okay. So one of the things we could potentially look at at some other point is, you know, when it comes to somebody making the transition from elite talent to elite player, it is, Sometimes it may be attitudinal, you know what I mean? Like it's an attitude issue and sometimes it may be a consistency issue and, you know, or it can be an intersection of the two. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So if you're looking, go ahead, Scott. Yeah. So, so I'll kind of go back to the beginning on this thing where that started for me with Pogba is kind of what Charles, you touched on. It's, it's a consistency thing, but I think consistency stems from one of two things. One, position is critical to, to consistency because like like Salah, we've talked about Salah before, and Mane, both of them are relatively inconsistent. They always try hard. Like that's not – that. don't look at me like that's gift. You know Salah floats in and out of games. Are you, are, you, are you trying to tell me that he doesn't float in and out of games? He – led the premier league in goals over the past year that does it like you're not listening to me all night this is twice now you're not listening to me just like he might he might score a hat trick and then go scoreless for four but i'm not saying he's he is one of the best players in the league i'm not saying that but he also will go 90 minutes and you're like has Salah done anything today? He's a winger. Like, it's just, it happens. I'm not attacking your boy. He's still your sweetheart. He's got beautiful curly hair. Scott, like, I'm, I agree. Not, I'm not going after him. I'm just saying that I'm actually making an excuse for him, if you'll let me finish. Um, wingers are the easiest to kind of mark out just because of where they play and how they impact the game. So one thing can be the position, like a fullback or a winger, somebody who primarily mm-hmm. plays on the outside, they have a defender always against them. It's, it's the, the sideline. 
they have a defender defending them and the sideline. They can't go to the right because they're on the right wing. The second thing is attitude, effort, training. Like, say what you want about Harry Kane. Harry Kane is 100% of what Harry Kane could be. Paul Pogba isn't. Like, that's just, that's kind of what I was getting at. If Paul Pogba wanted to be the best player in the world, bar none, he, he would be. It's just no doubt. Like, he's huge. He's fast. He's strong. He can dribble. He can shoot. He can pass. He can defend. He can do all of it when he wants to. And and to have elite talent and to be an elite player requires – and I don't want to get into why. I mean, it, it you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Who knows? But it just it isn't there mm-hmm. for him all the time. He's in a position where it could be. Like, like Salah could get man-marked by two guys in the sideline. And Pogba can't do that. He's in the middle of the field literally square right. in the middle of it that that's where i was coming from yeah. can oh, i can I, know. can i just ask a question a follow-on question scott do you think that harry kane has another level or do you think he's maxed out like he's oh this is he, he's leading the league in assists and he's he's got like 1.3 goals and assists per match this season yeah. no, no, like no, i'm is, not saying he's, he's not amazing yeah, this mm. is it he's too shy yeah. of, the, of the league leading goals as well so i mean yeah, he's, I'm he's, just asking. I'm not saying that he's not amazing, but I'm just well, saying, like, do you think this no, is the you. height of what he can accomplish, regardless of the system he may be in? No, not necessarily, because it's a. Well, I'm sure you guys will badger me on this later, but it's a it's a relatively low shot system we're playing. It's it's not as much possession. There's not as many shots, so he is having to overperform statistically to get what he's getting. So if he was getting you know, 60% of the ball and okay. know, two more shots a game, maybe. Yeah. But I think he's playing within his self as much as, as well as he can. System could take him there. But I think he's one of those guys okay. that, like you, you listen to Tammy Abraham or Calvert-Lewin, when they go with him to England or Declan Rice, who's a huge rival of Spurs, like he's like, you know what? Like I just watch him practice and I practice differently. I train differently. No, and, I mean, and, and I, so, so what I hear you saying is, is that it's his numbers could go up, but his productivity, you know what I mean? Is it would stay consistent. It's just, if there was another system that fed him more and used him differently, right. he may have better numbers, but ultimately he's, he's producing problem. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. He's he's at Sorry. the peak of his game. I mean, if he was playing in say Spain, he could have much more statistics. Oh, he'd have because, sixty goals a season. Right. They don't I mean it's a different okay. style of soccer, so that's something yeah. you have to consider also is different leagues, you know, Mbappe's gonna score seventy three goals in France. He probably wouldn't do that in England. Because, Not to say okay. he wouldn't yeah, be yeah. a great player. But to I, I don't wanna to badger you guys on Liverpool side. I, I think that Mane kinda has some cane in him in that like he will not like that he might float in and out, but he has like this obsession with trying to implement himself on a match, whether it be depressing or just dro- like he, I always notice Mane, no matter what's happening. Um, I think that he, he drops back and is, is very intent on being direct and getting on the ball. He might not have the end product, but I always notice Mane. And I don't always notice Salah. So like, I, I think that there is a difference. Um, and that Mane and Salah are different players too, so I, I think well, that's and you and you don't know which one of them, like in the system, is you know is Salah supposed to not track back as far and Mane depends is on supposed the fullback. to, right? Yeah, and is Salah supposed to be more of an outlet? So it, it really just depends um, on that, I guess. But I agree with your statement on Salah. Or, or, sorry, Pogba. I mean, he has all the tools in the box, you know, but maybe he just doesn't have it have it all up here. But just think about okay. Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Like I know he's when he signed for United, he was like a beanpole with the the worst teeth. Like he 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 just looked like us. Like he who was he going to be in twenty years? And I, I don't think he could have done anything off the field aside, like training wise, dedication. He takes care of his body, kind of that TB twelve Tom Brady stuff. Like I think Ronaldo can play until he doesn't want to play. He is an example of 100 out of 100 maximization of what he's got. And then you've got guys like Ronaldinho. Like, I, I don't want to disparage the guy, but the guy was deeper into a bottle of Jack Daniels than he was ever into training. And he, he, kind of, he was a shooting star that was like no, no star shone brighter than Ronaldinho. But that thing crashed like a freaking freight train when he was done. You know, no. so like, 
I, I think Robinho, same thing. That, that's kind of yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right, exactly right. So Charles, since we've done Man City mm-hmm. and we kind of started with Pogba, I mean, like in mm-hmm. your mind, as a true red, you know what I mean, yeah. person. <clears throat> um, where would you like like who were two that you would say one is you know I mean like I, who on your squad right now would you put where i guess is what i'm asking. as far as elite talent versus elite player mm-hmm. versus um, yeah integral <clears throat> you know whatever yeah, yeah yeah i i would definitely say uh, i mean i'll i'll stick with what i what i said last week um de gea uh pogba bruno fernandez and marcus rashford are elite talents Okay. They're, Do you they're have any elite I, players? Martial yeah, yeah, is, ta- Martial no, is an elite talent. No, he's not. Talent, uh, 100%. He's the Martial, he, he is Pogba. He's, he's no, in that camp to me. No. Martial, Martial's passing ability is about as good as Eric's. I think. Uh, Danny hey. Drinkwater's. <laughs> On. Skip. <laughs> <laughs> that's a total sideswipe for no reason. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm totally bullets over there. That's, that's a yellow. Oh, I mean, he's down in Stewart, so he's catch a stray bullets from time to time. He's used to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is this is going to catch some flack. I know it. Uh, the as far as elite player, Harry Maguire. Mute me. <laughs> Mute me. Hang up on me. United would not be where it's at right now without Harry Maguire. Can I end the recording? Is, is oh, that a... no, Stop. I think we all just threw up in our mouths a little bit. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> we did, undeniably. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Just because you guys so don't accept player, truth. Wait, wait, wait. Elite player means he's got to be an intersection of elite talent and the consistency because i, I mean i, I Whoa, I'm gonna that, that was not three, that was no, no, not no, what we said th- there's three hold on hold on there's three levels you either have elite talent you've got integral or you're an, an elite player where that means you're like the intersection of the jen, other two jen you just completely changed the definitions of what we were talking about at the beginning no, there is no way yeah. no way harry mcguire so no are you way. moving the goalposts or? yeah she is moving the goalposts She's but already she's already finished a fifth of vodka, so that's right. where we're I at mean, tonight. I can't really blame her for that part, but the when we talked at mean. the very beginning, I said elite talent is world class, absolute. He's among the best at his position. Talents, elite player was the integral player who, if not for that player being in that position, that side would not, not be where it's at. Last night in the planning meeting, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> that's what we talked about at the beginning we of the for pod. Thirty though. seconds about it last night in the so, planning meeting. <laughs> Because so it was just the two of us, and we got a lot accomplished in 30 seconds. Clearly but not, because we're 20 minutes in, and we're still on topic number one. So That's um, not what she would ever say, Skiff. I don't know who you've been hanging out with, but she's never going to say 30 seconds is enough. Ever. Ever. To also, you know what else? You know what else she would never say? Harry Maguire's elite. That's what she would never say. So 100%. Here, here Charles, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and that's why I – gave myself the easy out earlier about the eye test like because that i i think that mcguire's uh elitism he's good, but he's not elite. is it's oh. kind of like uh, i'm not gonna say that i was gonna say like van dyke but it's not because <laughs> united's failure to surround him with defenders doesn't mean he's elite just like van dyke is like this deity to everyone on the red side and mercy okay. side because they the, can't sign a defender number- I, i'm just I'm, I'm not saying he's not good. He's good. But like you're reliant on him because he, there's not other he good is defenders. No, he is no less important to United than Jordan Henderson is to, to Liverpool. I'm not, okay. I'm not arguing with you there. Okay. I'm not. Uh, okay. I'm not okay. at all. Based on the standard of what we were defining this as, as okay. I defined it at the very beginning, Fine. Harry Fine. Maguire is an elite player Fine. for Man United. I'm going to Uncle Phil meme this thing. <laughs> we? <laughs> we? <laughs> we? Yeah. <laughs> No, okay, not, okay, not, okay. You, now, now, would you add on our list? We talked about Liverpool with Henderson. Would you add Fabinho mm-hmm. to that list after what we've seen last year and this year? You guys, I think he's stopgap. I mean, oof. I'm not necessarily meaning he's, a, he's, I'm not a, a, meaning he's a center back. I mean, maybe he's a, just a defensive mid. No, no, he's yeah, an elite center James back. Miller. He's an elite central midfielder. He's All right, we knock it off. We know you don't like it. Stop. 
We get it. No, he okay, makes a mean okay. Mocha frap. I mean, come on. Well, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> if we are, oh God, I just, it hurts my soul to call some people elite players now. If this is, <laughs> if this is our definition of what they are. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think, I think the question you'd have to answer, Eric, to build off what you're asking is can you have people that are elite players for a period of time filling the need you know what i mean that the team calls for regardless of i don't know i mean so yeah so the time yeah, I mean, and circumstance without tim, Virgil, tim, Te- yeah. tim tebow took the broncos to the playoffs so oh, that was just wrong why <laughs> just wanted to see the reaction i'll be honest the, the, the reaction sure on everyone's face reporting. was amazing can we can we start over? I feel like I, I feel like we start over. We need to start over. The case you're talking about now would be like the goalie from the Stars last year. Dude never played in the NHL, but he got hot and he carried the Stars to the Stanley Cup playoffs. So yes, you can have a player who gets hot and carries a team and can be elite for a period of of time for that team. Okay. It does not mean that they are an elite overall player in the league in the world but they can be for a time like you can see people go on insanely hot streaks where everything they do is golden okay 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 so the the guy for florida state baseball that was the walk-on that just kept hitting home runs oh what was his name do you guys know who i'm talking about i mean went last year i thought i thought we were well nobody they didn't have baseball last year so it'd have been the year before last but well we did because our last game we beat the gators three nothing so Charles. Then it, then it got canceled. Yeah. Fair. Soccer. Fair. Good Liver- point, Eric. Charles. Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. According to uh, to Scott, I test. Mm-hmm. Thiago's a yeah. world-class player, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you have Henderson, who we've talked about, who is an elite talent for Liverpool. But Correct. Probably not, not in the world. He's not going anywhere <laughs> else. But he does a really good. So looking, you know, through that squad, are they – they're – pretty high level at, at most of their positions i don't necessarily know that every single player is elite especially in the midfield but well, you know at, at least half of the team you would consider either elite in their position for liverpool or in the world so you go uh, allison van dyke yeah salah right robertson alexander is, arnold in his position is it I think this okay. is a some other parts argument, though, to me. Like. Right, but but we're saying elite one way or the other. So you would say based on elite talent for Liverpool should win the league, well, well, but coming, they're not coming. And off that's of... that. Okay, okay, all right. Hold on, hold on, real quick to qualify for Skiff. That's why I said it needed to be divided amongst three because I know full well some of you are gonna be like, no, they're not an elite players, but they are integral. And if they were to come out, like the whole thing collapses. Well, that's what I was going to say, like based on the based on the the, say the previous 12 to 18 months, I would 100 percent agree with everything that Skip just said. If we're qualifying it based on this season, uh, I don't know that we can put as many players in the elite category because there hasn't been the performance. Yeah. One. one, Two, maybe two. You put maybe Robertson and you put maybe Salah. I, don't, so, I, um, I have no problem with the way Allison has played. I have no problem with the way that Tiago has played, except for the fact that he's not played much. Right. I still All put three him games have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Tiago has not been world class for you yet because he hasn't right. really had a right. chance to be. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I, that's why I divorced myself of some, like, I, I didn't mean to like take the responsibility of making a decision away with the eye test thing, but like <laughs> Salah is, he is okay. Allison is van dyke is you can't get me with robertson like i i know that that position is weak in the world but that doesn't matter to me like when i'm thinking about it it's not like world class in this moment it is a when you see a player you just know if he's that level of talent or not like he's a good left back 10 years ago is he that player he's just not like i don't care what faces you you all make well i mean it doesn't matter what else in the world it doesn't matter how bad your other players in your back line are like that doesn't make him a better player no no no, that's not no like i'm like like can you give me three left backs that are better that's what i'm saying though 
there there is an absolute talent vacuum at fullback in the world. Okay, then go back, go back 10, 15 years. We can, we can only compare elite talent to the pool in which it's it exists. It's like, we can't compare it to the historical talent yeah, of, but, of but, whether or not it's elite. But it's like how would Giannis line up against Shaq? Right. Rick knows, man. The the styles are different, the fouls are called different, the play is different. So it's yeah. hard to compare. So I would say that like Jordan just... versus LeBron. Okay. okay. I don't know okay. many okay. of the world's left backs, I'll be honest, but like I mean in the in the Premier League, I'd say Robertson's one of the top three easily. It's also one of the worst positions in the league. Like I, I that's why the whole conversation okay. was not world class or not. It's elite or not. Like world class is dependent on the rest two totally different discussions to me like a world class is reliant upon the rest of the talent pool elite you're either you are or you aren't it's not like well he's got to play 38 matches or we suck like that's okay. a you problem man that's okay, not that's, that's fine not... no 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 and that's fine but just give me three like historically okay left backs yeah cafu danny alves roberto evra. carlos evra like danny rose in his prime was better than robertson <laughs> No, oh, stop it. He was the best left nope. back in the league under Pochettino. Stop it. No, stop it. I know you guys don't no. like. <laughs> no, guy. Things were going so well. You had it, and then you lost it with Danny yeah. freaking Rose. Okay, listen, can we stop for just a second? Do you remember Alberto Moreno and, and Robertson, the battle that existed between those two? Like, can we stop with this Robertson crap? But he was a replacement level player for you for a long time. So don't do this crap to me because it's, it's BS and you know, it is, he was garbage and you know, he was when you signed him, it wasn't like somebody, Oh God, he's world-class. Thank God you brought him from Hull. He's going to come be the best left back in the league. Like oh, so, don't, don't do that. So when, a guy level, it, when, it, when a guy enters the league, when he has one level, he's stuck at that level forever. Come on. No. You guys do this all the time with Liverpool players. Like you, like Henderson is this ungodly midfielder. He's no, just not. he's not. Nobody's no, he's integral. You no. just no, no, said no, no, he no. was elite because no, he's integral, and that's integral to the team. Okay, Scott, that's why. That's why I was arguing there were actually three points that he is integral, but he is not an elite talent. And I wouldn't argue he's an elite. Like he's not an elite player. He's critical for our system. But he's not elite. No, I totally, I agree. He is not elite, Scott. No. <clears throat> so led this conversation with Jordan Henderson. I did not. Skiff. I said skiff. Oh, for fuck. Mm. I stopped Rose. myself. I didn't cuss. <laughs> I stopped like, listening guys, after that. Guys, I, I stopped. Speaking okay. right, so what else of is on the Liverpool. Is he playing in the Speaking League of one Liverpool. Now? Hold on. Hold, stop, Charles. Stop. 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 If we Stop. if we can't talk about Robertson being trash and you guys wanted to bin him from Hull when he signed, we can't talk about what Danny Rose is doing five years after his prime. Like he's he is like elbow deep in a fish and chip shop in Newcastle right now, but that doesn't have anything to do with where he was in fourteen fifteen, like five years ago. He was so the best left back in the league, full stop. Like okay. he, it's not even you know what? How about this? How about this? We will table this conversation and we will look at the statistics and we will Please. figure out how to reconcile. We will figure out how to reconcile the differences in the level of play because you can't. There's no way that you can like you've got to be able to compare not only the output of the individual player, but the output of everybody playing around them, because you can't tell me what a defender does if you're not also looking at who they're defending against. And so, yeah, like we've got to, we got to figure out how to reconcile all the data. But I, you, heck, heck yeah, let's do it. I see. I, I led this by. I don't think it's a data discussion. You either, either got okay, it dodge it, it if you want to, but we can still do it and get an answer. It's not. It's not dodging it. Like Luis Suarez scoring seventy goals in Spain is not infinitely better than him scoring thirty in England. Like it's the data is just okay. One well, piece. then we'll figure out how to reconcile it, dude. I mean, like. You can't you can't say something's an eye test and then argue that somebody's like like then what back it up. I mean like figure out how to make I, your argument, but make it based on like facts, not about like your fuzzy feeling oh, okay. about how somebody no. did. Okay, so what what's your fact for Andy Robertson? Oh okay, like the okay, that we'll, we will get the data. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like we'll table it and we'll have the numbers to be able to have this discussion. 
I mean, sure. I think you had second in assists all time for left backs in the Premier League. For one league. of the highest scoring teams in the league that fed their wings through their fullbacks because they're attacking players attacked from the inside. Yeah, that's, that's great. Sure. Context doesn't matter, though. He's a Liverpool player. He's, he's elite. I mean, Half of your team is elite. Was Danny Rose even ever voted in a FIFA team of the oh year? Oh, gosh. Anything? Ballon d'Or? No? No. Was Robertson? Yeah, actually, he was. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but shut up. That didn't matter. Half of our team no, is probably coming out. is hilarious. Okay. Okay. No, Skiff, Eric, Skiff literally said half of your team was elite to Charles when he led him with that question. That's not hyperbole. He just said that 15 <sighs> minutes ago. Skiff, you said half of our team. Yeah, if you're going well, if you're going by integral to the system, yeah. But on world class players that would start for any of the top teams in the league, I think there's only a couple. I've talked about that before: Salah, Mane, Van Dyke, Allison. Point blank, the end. Maybe Thiago. Robertson. Tiago. It's Tiago. That's another one. Yeah. So half, half. Stop. Half. Just stop. Not two. Half. So, are there Wait, anybody that? from any of the other top six clubs that we would qual- do we qualify James Vardy mm. as an elite talent? Oh, for his sister, Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy is an elite finisher, and he's really I will, fast. I will say that he is fast. I don't know that I can put him as an elite striker. I know that sounds really strange considering the, the no, context. It does. Like as far he, as like... It, he would not would, walk into any side. Premier League Arsenal. or... Yeah, he wouldn't. Like, like yeah. he wouldn't replace Kane. He wouldn't replace... He's not going to go in and replace uh, he, some of the, some of the yeah. top strikers in the world. But, Do you think he'd start on Man United? No. 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 I'm just asking. He doesn't fit their system. Right. But this is the thing. Okay. Like when, when he has the ball at his feet, and if it's him, like one on one, he he knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. That's why I say like his his ability to finish is really quite amazing. But that that the rest that of the my, game is that the was problem. my point from the jump. Like if a player is elite, a, an elite player, this system argument does not exist. That was kind of my thing. Like you throw all the data you want at it, but like Paul Pogba fits any midfield in the world when he's on. Yeah, doesn't Correct. matter. Kane's a tra- Kane's a true nine. Doesn't matter what the system is. We play multiple systems with Kane. Salah is going to be a great wing player for doesn't matter if you want to play a 4 3 3, 5 3 2. You know, it doesn't matter. That, that, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, I know you guys are looking at me cross out about Robertson, but he's really good for you because the fullbacks are highlighted. They're and also, how we use our fullbacks. They're also exposed yeah. defensively, which is the challenge okay. for them. So, but like the true world class elite regardless of system you okay. drop them in and they, and they work okay so chelsea do they have anyone chelsea's tough because it's really tough you have no <laughs> idea <laughs> no the, the awkward pause was nice like that was that was fabulous I, we had a little bit of an argument about Chilwell. Yeah. I, I think he would be a, a top left back in any system I, and Charles is shaking his head. Uh, yeah, he's not a top agree. talent. He is like a, a Harry Kane level player. He's getting everything he's got. He's not fast. He's not super strong, but he's really smart. He can cross the ball and he's in the right spot. He's a hundred out of a hundred. Maybe it's 70, you know, and, and the best left back in the world is a hundred out of a hundred plus the talent. Um, but Kai Havertz would have been world-class when he came over from Germany. They'd use he him, hasn't, right? he hasn't settled, you know, Timo okay. Werner would have been after coming over from uh from leipzig but he hasn't settled okay you know? so chelsea is to be determined lots of question marks oh, I t- what no, about I take it back uh conte still okay because of what still? he did at leicester and but is he is he on I think a he's, well it... he's actually operating really at a, at a high level right now even in this current chelsea side uh, I think he just uh, he's missing the pieces around him operating at a high level as well okay. it's but you're taking you're, away you're from basing his game. that but you're basing that qualification. I mean, like, like I'm basing the, the way that the people, the, the fact that the, the people don't think of him right away has more to do with the team around him than his play. His play as a defensive center midfielder is actually really, really good, but he can't, okay. it's, it's a team game. Okay. And also his, his center backs have been shit. But I mean, but oh. you're, thinking you're, you're including his data set 
like from Leicester, like the no. when they won the. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I think I think Conte would walk in with Fabinho playing center back into the Liverpool squad. I think he would yeah. walk into the United squad. I think he yeah. would. I don't know how Tottenham plays as much, but I think he would play most of the big six clubs. Yeah. Like okay. Walking in. So Scott, besides Son and Kane, who else? Do you have anybody else that you'd find? Hoy Bier. Hoy Bier. And Dombele is actually an example of the opposite side of this. Because he hasn't quite, he's got everything you need talent wise, but he hasn't quite gotten there. It's not because he doesn't want to. I think he's different than Pogba. Um, it's a, it's an adjustment. It's a Mourinho problem. There's a bunch of other stuff I won't bore you with because, you know, we talk enough about Spurs, but um, I think Larice is in there. If we're, if we're using any definition besides yeah. mine, he fits all of them. Uh, well, okay. Or, and, and this would be a question because a lot of Larice's like a, his um, like the stats that we'd look at would include his national you know what I mean? Like, like his national service, are we including that in our estimation of players or are like with Pogba, like part of what, you know, he is like what he comes to the table with is because of his service to France. Are we including that? I'm not. not. When when you ask me that question, I I'm 100% focused on, like, I don't even necessarily care what they're doing in Europe. I don't. I us. haven't seen. I haven't seen a difference in in Loris's form between prem and national team duty. Right. Pretty consistent, other than the yeah. occasional dumb mistake. But I mean, and you can afford any keeper a dumb mistake here and there. I mean, realistically, yeah. as long as you're not, as long as you're not capping it, you know, you're pretty good. Yeah, as long as you're not carrying it. Right. That's that's oh. also a good one. Oh, Adrian, it. A- Adriana, mm. yeah. Let's let's go to the stop. real. Let's go to stop. number one. Just stop. <laughs> Okay, so job, Arsenal. Then aren't you a history teacher? How do you not like the Shut history up. of Arsenal? <laughs> Shut up, Arsenal. Uh, is there a single? There, there was, is there a single? There was, there was one who I think most people would have legitimately included in this list Last prior year. to the season starting. It's Aubameyang. But now it's you're looking at me like no, there's no way you can't you can't include him among them. Mm, I agree. No, I I don't see anybody else on their team. No, okay, I agree. Even Kieran anybody. Kieran all right, so so outside of the big six, <clears throat> is there anybody any diamonds in the rough? Are there? Any... Saka. Okay. Mm. Arsenal player, young he, and unproven. He has and so potential. You, yeah, like you're either going to be proven to be like, oh wow, look at your foresight, or eh. yeah, well <laughs> he had some flashes and then everybody figured him out. So, okay. Yeah. All right, no, we hate, need to we need to move forward. We need to move forward. This has been a, an extraordinarily educational move uh, on org. Please hold, please hold before no. we move on. I want to. No, I, we're not. We're not holding. No, nope, we will we move mute, on. mute him, Charles. <laughs> no, mute no, him. We would have been him. done. We would have been done oh. if you guys would have been quiet. Oh, okay. So we'll just all shut up. Sixteen, season. Sixteen, seventeen season. Uh, yeah, thank you. See, that's we finally are learning. Sixteen, seventeen season. Your PFA team of the year. Who's your left back? You want to guess? Danny Rose. Right. One okay. time. One time. And then the next season, it wasn't that the year he went and played for. Uh... Who, was the, who was the left back in 2015? It was, 15, I think 16. it was. Luke Shaw. Um, no, it Luke was. Um, or Ashley Cole. Ryan Bertrand for Chelsea. Did you just put Danny Rose and Ryan Bertrand on the same level? Is Ryan Bertrand an elite left back? I think so. So, so did did we did we name Robertson for getting a Ballon d'Or vote? But the PFA t- play, team of Only the year by the one players us. doesn't matter. Only one of us mentioned that. Okay. No, apparently, Skiff speaks for all of us. Is part <laughs> of the lesson from this experience. Ooh, well, this weekend, Skiff's going to get a chance to speak for himself, as will all of the members of the podcast, because. We're going to try something out. We're going to have a little bit of fun on Sunday, 11.30 a.m. <laughs> Eastern time. We're going to have a little special for you guys. We are going to video record ourselves all watching the Man United-Liverpool match. 
full with commentary, jeers, me probably making fun of Skiff's hat on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, we're all going to be, you know, rooting for that 83rd minute Bruno penalty that uh, VAR gives us and puts oh, United right mind. in front. It's going to so be, basically, be quite a, we've quite got, a fun time. We've got Charles and Christian that are going to probably be having a blast. We've got Eric, Jen, and Skiff that are, well, at least Eric and Jen that are going to be lots of heartburn. And then Scott's just going to be able to sit back and laugh at all of us. Scott is going to have a drink in his hand and and a, a permanent smile on his face is, is pretty much what I predict. How's that any different than how he normally is? Well, he's pretty he's pretty upset about Danny Rose right now. So, I mean. No. No, I'm good. You, you guys clearly didn't watch any Spurs when Danny Rose was good. By the way, Andy um, Robertson, no, we couldn't. 2018. They don't put, put mid-table teams on TV in 2016. We were challenging for the league the entire season that year. But Andy Robertson, back-to-back PFA team of the year, 2019 Champions League squad of the season, 2019 UEFA team of the year. We've moved on. Stop. Stop. That's Stop. literally why I said, can we table this and come back <laughs> well, to it? Oh. Skip, Skip, I never said Robertson wasn't good, oh, by the way. He's a, really, he's a very good left back. He's elite. elite. He's not. Yeah, he's not. All right. So okay. So anyway, I also never said Danny Rose was an elite player either. By the way, let's, I don't want, let's I don't want to preview the Man United Liverpool game. Well, before let's we move on, that. Eric, Eric, what, yeah. are, what are your thoughts on Liverpool? Why did you ask uh, Eric? Uh, I, I'm hoping that the the layoff will do us good with the with the rest. I'm just I'm you know me. I'm like Missouri. Show me. I I, I want to be shown before I can believe again. Really, to be honest, um, I think it's going to be a close match. I think the rivalry brings out the best of both sides. Um, I think our home winning streaks on the line. Um, I, I just think Man United is clicking too well offensively, offensively right now, and Ole's got him on a roll. I, I think it'll be a tough one. I think it'll be decided, like you said, maybe not a pen, but in a, the 75th, 80th minute uh, on up uh, area. And I see United coming away with like a – it won't be a blowout either way, but I see a 2-1 United win, unfortunately, which kills me. But Jen, Skiff? I'm going to reserve my, I don't, I don't want to give my, my prediction right now. I want to do it on Sunday. Okay, talk, and we'll, part of the reason why least, is I want to see how the injury reports play out. <laughs> we'll talk, talk to me talk at this moment in time, based on, on the injuries, you know, about just talk to me about what you, what you think you're going to see out of your Liverpool side. Um, uh, I'm going to sound like such a homer, like, God, like this is horrible. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not super confident about um, how the officiating is going to play out. And um, I think that may potentially like right now I see both teams as talent wise kind of balanced. I think you guys are hot. I think we're trying to rediscover some form. Um, but I could very easily see, um, some officiating factoring into how this plays out VAR or on the field. Like I could, whatever, like, I don't really know, but, um, I am normally a glasses half full kind of person, but I really feel like the glass is cracked and it's leaking glasses. you like, you got, uh, you double fisting or what's. I probably will be <laughs> eventually, not tonight, but yeah. Skiff, so. what are your thoughts? I, I, I seem to think that you're di- going to differentiate for, from your uh, compatriots there. Look at that face. I'm just, I'm just living the dream over here. Just loving my <laughs> life. Got, got my new job. I started a couple days ago. It's going great. So I'm not going to bring down the mood here, but it, truly and honestly, <clears throat> How can you what? bring down the mood after Eric and I went? <laughs> <laughs> they pretty, they pretty well set the mood on the floor, so I'm not sure where. You're yeah, go down like with it, it can only go up from here, or we're going to be subterranean. Like a meteor is going to hit us and just destroy us all. This is one of those dumb games. Um, <laughs> it is the top two teams in the league are playing each other. This it's is just dumb. Anyway, games. go ahead, Skiff. As you were saying, I think that this game is going to play out very similar to the Spurs United game where I don't think that Ole cares if he has the ball that much because I think that he knows that our defenders are going to push up and that Rashford is really good at the counter. 
and I think they're going to sit back some, and Rashford is going to peg us at least once on the counter, if not twice. I don't think that United has an elite defense, so I think that we'll find a little bit more space in there than uh, we did with Burnley. So, you know, Martin Atkinson's going to do something stupid and we'll probably lose three to two. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, All right, for a was... neutral third party, let's let's ask Scott. <laughs> Sorry, I had to mute there for a while, um, <laughs> laughing laughing at the the two sweethearts of the FA complaining about refereeing um, and what might happen to them does make me chuckle. Um, and the like the the uh, the collective like woe is meism from Liverpool, like you're not second in the league, like potentially going top within a matter of hours. Um, I, Scott, I think our, form, that, our form has been crap. You know that. Yeah, but it, it, it's the Christmas period. It's a, it, you're playing a ton of games and the Champions League, and some of these smaller sides aren't doing that, so they have a, you know, three four days to set up and tr- actually train for you. Whereas you're like bouncing from match to match from the FA Cup to. I understand what you're saying, but at the end of the day, you're still Liverpool. You still got Andy Robertson at left back, so there's no problems. <laughs> so. I think, and Skiff, you made a good point. I think, I don't know if it was tongue-in-cheek or you were like, well, I think Ole's going to be fine not having the ball. Like, well, yeah, that's because that's what you do against Liverpool. The stupidest thing you could do is pretend that you can play against Liverpool any other way. Because we've talked about it before. Klopp's system is so good, and your players are some percentage better than they really are in the system because of all of that. So there's, there's one way to play against Liverpool. It's why you guys don't struggle with City because they are, you know, Pep is going to play Pep's way. There's one way to play against Chelsea. There's one way to play against Liverpool. And Ole's going to play that way. So it's just going to be a matter of who finishes their chances. United will have like four. Liverpool will have like 20. United will have four good ones. Liverpool will have 20 bad ones. Do you guys score a deflected goal or do you bully a defender on a corner kick and knock them to the ground and then score the header and win two nil? Maybe. Um, I think in all likelihood, this ends up a draw. So I'm, so I'm like, it's a, it's like the, the Atletico Madrid game. I mean, is that what you're, you're telling me I'm in for? Potentially, except, oh, I mean, God. there's, there's always Without the chance the that Harry Maguire pulls Luke Shaw down and you guys score. That's true. And then, true. And then <laughs> And then they might score five more goals after you already get the penalty in the first minute. So yeah, that they, might they happen. Don't, they, don't, they don't have anybody on their team that's going to actively get uh, somebody on the other team a red card. So uh, only only a few teams have that type of a, a player. Yeah, you, you guys only have like 11 of those. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, that was cute. Okay. Yeah, I, what was me United with the referees? Oh. What, did, what did I say? What was me? You, you just accuse one of my players of getting one of your players a card when you guys are like the God's gift to the FA. Like Martin Atkins, Atkinson but, but has I don't a shrine to Alex it's a woe is me. All I, all I said was that Eric Lamella is one of the dirtiest players in the, in the Premier League. That's it. That's all I said. That's, that, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a woe is me situation. You, okay. you guys had a little bit we, of... We just, dealt, we just dealt with one of the worst referees in the history of refereeing against Burnley. We managed to win, and I didn't say anything. So that that's well, we one didn't point. talk about it. <laughs> that, that, that's one. But he point didn't I, bring it up. I mean, I didn't bring it up. It's true. That's one point that's true. I I want to make about United, and uh, is that United have not looked, I would say, yards or you know leagues above Liverpool or Tottenham over this period. But United have found a way to win games, and right now that is the most important thing to do. And it doesn't matter who you're playing, how you're playing, where you're playing. United are winning games, and that's what they used to do under Fergie. Can they keep this up? The only thing I question is, are their players going to tire out? Because they've played a ton of minutes. But in their current firm uh, form, the teams from Manchester are the favorites. Because they're winning their games. That's exactly Charles, what we you, talked about back in did December, you too. you pick the match? Are you going to pick the match? Or are you going to wait? Um, I think I'm going to wait. I'm gonna wait till right. till, uh, till Sunday, but um, a, bit of eye test. a little bit of eye test, yeah, a little <laughs> bit of eye test. Uh, I mean, so we talked about this in the beginning of December. You know, coming into the holiday fixtures, there's gonna be so many games, and realistically, at that point, it's not gonna be about being the best team through the holiday period. It's about being the most consistent team, and the teams taking. You know, we even talked about taking a couple of draws through the holiday period. 
while at the time it may seem really rough, actually will work out really good for you in the long run because you don't want to take a couple of losses, right? <clears throat> so yes, Skip's absolutely right. We don't look head over heels, you know, better than Liverpool or better than Tottenham or better than City. Um, I mean, City showed us, you know, <laughs> showed us to the door in, in the, uh, the Carabao Cup match, you know, a couple of weeks back. So Right now, United has been extremely consistent. Um, the, the bright spot for United is that we may have actually found a consistent and working uh, center-back pairing with, uh, with Baye coming back. And Baye's pace is what Lindelof lacks and really can allow us to play further up the pitch instead of hanging back and you know, allowing people to constantly attack us at all times. The, real, the, the question becomes... On, on, at right now, the, the most inconsistent players for United are, are the, the, the front three. We're, we're missing the, the strike element. And Cavani, his, again, his movement is great. He's still working on finding consistent finishing. His, his stupid FA ban for, for the, the, the social media comment um, or whatever just, you know, completely took him out of the, you know, his, any rhythm he was developing. Martial, I mean, I, I know my my other United fan friends uh, com for somehow completely disagree with me on this, but Martial has been below average for the past month and a half. Um, his he he does take shots, which is great. Some of the shots actually have been pretty good, but his movement has been poor. His defensive work has been poor. His his passing is like fifty percent. It's it's really not good, uh, and so I'm I'm struggling to support him getting a starting spot right now and so what i'm really wondering is who's Ole going to play against liverpool this weekend rashford's going to start know for that for sure is he going to do is he going to go with a 4-4-2 and put cavani and rashford up front so, he's i mean martial picked up a, a bit of a knock right at the end of the game to see who they play yeah, so I think Charles has lost his internet. Yeah, I thought that was it, just me. Actually, he's, he, he's got a Scott face on right now. He's just there he on camera he's like he's, 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 okay. no, he's eating not. an orange or something. Uh, so <laughs> where, where did I where did I, 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 I get who, left, uh, left who off? They're going to play up front. Yeah, he's got a orange face right now. He just took a big bite of a lemon or something. Um, well, Scott's like, what vengeance I, I will, is mine. Sorry, I'll piggyback though. Uh, uh, he's right about Martial and and all of it. Honestly, on. Cavani, Martial, you kind of have to coddle Martial a little bit. Like he's kind of, he reminds me of Derrick Henry a little bit. Like if Derrick Henry gets 30 carries, he's going to go for like 110 yards. But you got to, like Martial has to get the, get the minutes, get the starts, feel like he's the guy. Like he has to feel like he's getting the chances. And he, he's just, he's not one of those guys who can be like a super sub and come in as a bit part player. He, he feels to me like somebody who needs to feel that support from the squad. So, I agree with that, it, especially with Cavani coming in and the, and the role Rashford's taken. I think Martial's taken a backseat to that, and he'd be somebody who would be really good for a club who played him more, but United don't have to. And I would actually include Cavani on the uh, type of player who's maximizing his potential. And that, that social media ban is a tough not social media ban, but ban from what he did, you know, via social media. That I think that was a tough one too. I think it it's going to be exactly what Skip said and how it sets up. Yeah, which both sides have their front three and maybe not firing at full potential right now. But when you look at it, United has a fairly healthy backline and they have a 100% healthy midfield. So they should have advantages in both of those areas. Mm -hmm. Um so I don't know. I think, I think it's going to come down to who finishes their chances. Liverpool have not been finishing well. Maybe that little um, FA cup game where they got in, you know, their players got a goal, some goals, a little bit of confidence helps. Um, no, really like, like really they have, they've been completely misfiring. They go and play, yeah. you know, whoever they played yeah. and scored a bunch of goals. Like it does wow. it's confidence, it's rhythm. So some of that is, getting into that and you know Klopp said in his training like hey we're going to play 11 on 11 we're going to try to get back into that mm -hmm. rhythm you know they haven't had a chance since everybody's been hurt to get into a rhythm and get into a new system because they've been playing so many games so uh, Charles I think you were talking about uh, Martial and now you froze out again you're just sitting at me looking with that goofy grin <laughs> just like oh guys 
we're well, going to destroy you uh, this weekend. Let, let me interrupt your Charles impression because it's like several levels of offensive to Charles. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the ultimate question is, is how does Ole line up the front three and who, who's, who lines up as the nine? Um, and I think that will, that will be very interesting. How, how, how Pogba fits in, how, how does the midfield line up? And I think that, um, I think it'll be a very not a defensive, but it will be a, an, an absorb and counter type of situation to minimize the amount of counter pressing that Klopp is allowed to do, um, and the defensive third for United. I think that'll be what it is. You got a prediction, Scott? I think that I said it'll be a draw. I think it like I wasn't kidding. You, Liverpool will have like twenty shots, and United will have like six. But I think it'll be roughly similar on the XG. It'll look just like like Spurs, except I think United will be a little bit more adventurous just because Salah and Mane aren't – like Bergwijn was just fine, like staying in his own half. Salah and Mane are going to want to do that. Not because they don't want to work, but because they are a different level of attacker to Bergwijn. So I think that that will make a pretty big difference in, in the amount of chances that, uh, that Liverpool – get and and uh I, I don't know I, I think it'll be interesting here's my question which teams fans do you think would be more you know happier with a draw United or Liverpool or maybe both would be satisfied Liverpool the other 18 clubs <laughs> Man City true Man City yeah. given the run of form I think I think it would be Liverpool but I think that United just not losing to Liverpool would validate their form so I think that either United club fans, could take United fans would be thrilled with a with, with a draw at this stage, being that that would keep us in front still. Right, but you guys would too. Liverpool would too. I mean, n- none of the three of you were particularly confident, right? I mean, <clears throat> a, a draw would would have to be a result you were fine with. Okay, I, I'm I'm picking right? Liverpool to win I'm it late. I'm, I'm, I'm picking I'm asking, Liverpool. Eric, to, I mean, we're gonna win it late. New prediction. Okay. New prediction. What do you think, Jen? I'm not. I'm not saying right now. I'll. I'll, I'll tell you on Sunday. I'm, I'm just. Don't make me pick. Don't make me. Don't, pick no, no, no. You don't. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. No, I just like it. Oh, it's so hard. I, uh, teaser. I don't want to speak. Okay. Okay. No, Scott. If anybody should understand this, it's you because you're a, like I'm afraid of speaking something into existence. Right. No. No. I get it. You know what I mean? See, and so just I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the whole live recording because we're gonna draw to Sheffield. Like right before that. <laughs> so I don't wanna talk. I don't want I'm not even gonna be there. It's gonna be four at the yes, back. You are. Live. You've gotta be there as the neutral third party. No. Otherwise it's, it's us against Charles and Christian. Like Come Oliver on. McBurney or whatever his name is gonna score a header in the ninety first minute, we're gonna draw to Sheffield. I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> You're going to be there. My, my be Microsoft fine. Surface tablet will be in the ditch, and I will not have the means <laughs> with which to communicate with you. So it'll be alongside Danny Rose's playing career right now. Shut up. <laughs> Jen, how do you think I feel speaking into existence? I'm the one at the beginning of the season saying, yeah, I think it'll go down the last week, and United's going to win it, and now look, now look where they are. It's all my fault. Okay. Actually, Eric, amazing segue. <laughs> all right. So this week will be the night. Like, we're, we're at the halfway point. So ignoring what you've said in the past, based on 18 weeks of games, how do you see the top four playing out? If I had a gun to my head and had to pick the top four finishers right now in order? Yeah. Uh, hey. uh, Man City, Man United, Liverpool, and Spurs. Okay. Oh, and, and Chelsea, Chelsea with an honorable mention. No, there are no honorable mentions. It's top four. No, Leicester with an honorable mention, then Chelsea. Sorry. Oh, okay. Chelsea and and Leicester in in Europa League is what he's saying. Okay. All right. So who's next? Skiff's next. No, I'm not going next. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most like off-the-rails pod we've recorded yet. Okay. So United, Liverpool, City, Leicester. No, you guys are top four. Okay, whatever. It's yours. That's fine. No, no, That's fine. I'll, I'll give you ten seconds on why. We, we, I've talked. We've been doing this podcast seven minutes, seven months, seven minutes, seven months. Seven minutes. <laughs> I've said the same thing. Spurs don't kill games, just like today. We don't kill games. We, we can't. Okay. Who knows how? What will loser will win? I mean, yeah, no, no. I still see you guys top four, but okay, okay. It should be, but no. 
All right, Charles. Quick before your internet goes out. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's me, the, the guy with the weak internet. The <laughs> yes, this this season finishes <laughs> oh, begrudgingly. I got top four internet on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first place, top four. <laughs> first place, city. Second place, United. Third place, Liverpool. Fourth place, Spurs. Fifth, Leicester. Sixth, Arsenal. Ooh. This is this season. No yeah. <laughs> well aware. They could make a run. They really could. They could. <laughs> Question mark. Skip, are you recording these? So we can uh, uh, no. So we, mean, can, so we can talk about it at the end of the season. Skip we're is re- smoking a cigar and picking his belly button. Who's not recording anything? <laughs> we're we're literally recording our podcast, so all we have to do is come back to listen to it, buddy. So yeah, no, I'm not listen. recording this. Skip. You are recording this. Skip, what, why would I? Why would I? Why would I come back to to re-listen to this when you can just write it down? That's I'm what not. we have you here for, man. No, no. <laughs> all right, Steve, all right. Well, fine. Then pick your top four. Liverpool, City, United, Leicester. There we go. Chelsea, Spurs. There we go. There, there's some. There's Did you just some read the current blood? blood. Could have. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it finishes exactly as it is. Um, okay. There's, there's so... those edibles hitting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true work. It's not true. It's not true. I did not. I did not eat those edibles. So, um, so I'm going to say, oh, Man United. You proposed the question. Yeah, I was about to say, 21 and 21. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then I will say, I honestly, I think City's going to, I, you know, yeah, I, I can see City being second. Um, I don't, yeah. All right. Well, I, Liverpool has enough. Liverpool and Spurs yeah I mean like I think both of us have enough talent and we're gonna win enough but I just yeah I don't see us competing for the top two so you don't think it'll even be competitive for the top I mean like we'll be top four I think we'll we'll qualify for Champions League but 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 I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a dogfight for three four five and six so but you you don't think Liverpool will be in a dogfight for the top two at this point, I don't see it. Like, I'm, I'm more than willing to be wrong. It's just right now, I think they're on the way up, like form-wise and energy-wise. And I think the results on the field affect, you know, the dressing room and the the practice pitch. And I just, we could, we could work out the wrinkles. We totally could. We could have people come back and be healthy and pieces could start working together. And I can be be totally wrong and i'm i would be totally okay with that but i think this year our scrap is to qualify for europe i don't so think that's a guarantee manchester mentality monsters in 2020 2021 the mantle has sure. been stolen from liverpool it's the injury monsters well, they're winning no, the no 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 you can't run from the mentality monster thing after you declared it post-injury like that's that's a badge of honor like it's either going to get ripped off you well, or you're going to wear well, it well, well, hold, on, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on well i mean and this would be this would part of what i think skiff is talking about is i think it will be it will be part of our scrappiness and our mentality that will allow us to qualify for europe skiff He's got himself muted. And that's so how thing. about uh, the Pickham standings? Eric currently in first place with 42. <laughs> Coward. Scott and Philip in second with 34. Jen at 33. The fans Phillip. and Charles tied for last place. He's oh. so worked up. He just government named himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyways, it's good job, Eric. You always are in first place. Great job. Ha ha. You're the best. Oh, Anyways, what in the world Mentality of football? Monster, Eric. What in the world of football? Jeez, come on. First, I live in a crime-ridden town. I can't pass in soccer. And now, oh, you're going to do a good job. <laughs> we, could, we, could at least, we could at least talk about the, uh, the games that we've picked for the upcoming week. Maybe uh, discuss those a little bit. How do we do bit? that at the beginning? You want to do that? Beginning. 
the beginning. This is the end. <laughs> there, we had a beginning, and then we it should took just call this hour. whole thing. Let's just call the whole thing an extra time episode at this point. It's just, uh, it's like a trademark with the freaking. Or, or would it be? Yeah, it'd be too late to do them all on Sunday. Never mind. Screw it. Yeah. Can we just? Yeah, because... We can put them online. That. Why don't we do that? Mark there would be games played. What are what? Let's do that. Let's just run through them. And then, Eric, you can bring her home. West Ham, Burnley, Villa, Everton, City Palace, Leicester, Chelsea, Leeds. Not Leeds, Southampton. Southampton, Leicester, right? Yeah. 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 Those are your games. Because apparently Leeds, the Leeds, Southampton game (laughs) has to be scrapped to make room for an FA Cup game. Skip with all the inflection in his voice as he read those out. Super, super fired up. Yeah, we can't care about don't care about any of those idiot teams. (laughs) All we care about is the big game this weekend. The game on Sunday, stupid one. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. (laughs) Eric, Uh, all right. Oh my god, who put that in the chat, y'all? What in the world of podcasting? Picking the games or no? I mean, no, no. Come on, Eric. Eric, just All right, bring so us home. This one, this one was given to me by uh, by Skiff. Actually, replaced the story that I had. Oh, I thought it was pretty God. cool, but uh, yeah. Oh God. Um, no. Um, you guys remember, of course, NBA Hall of Famer Dennis Rodman, one of the best rebounders ever. One oh, rings God. with the you know, the Spurs. One rings with the Bulls. Well done, Scott. <laughs> he actually he actually has a daughter named Trinity Rodman. She's eighteen. She's a freshman in Washington State. She actually <laughs> plays not basketball but soccer, and she's actually a standout for the U.S. Na- uh, youth national team. And she had eight goals and six assists for the team that won the CONCACAF Under-20 Women's Championship last March. And she's actually declaring, and she's available for selection in Wednesday's NWSL draft, which is kind of cool. Dra- I did not know that. She, she update, she got drafted number two overall by the Washington Spirit tonight. Oh, very good. Because so, it's Wednesday. That's oh, okay. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll, that'll lead us at some point to a pod discussion in the offseason of if American top talent athletes all played soccer would america dominate the world in soccer that is so polarizing we could i mean just we can just take that into the future now that american professional elite athletes are having kids and those kids are choosing to play soccer how soon till we become that elite next level to be covered in the future outstanding I mean, hey, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is Weston McKinney is starring for Juventus right now. Oh my God, he is off absolutely the starring. Offensive output. Is, is he a left back? <laughs> Jesus Christ! He could be. Yeah. <laughs> he could be. <laughs> for Liverpool, he sure could be. Stop! <laughs> oh my God! Stop! Are you? I swear, you, I swear those two are related. Like the way that they pick at each other. Like Charles, you're in charge of this. Let's go. Oh, sure. Why not? Well, want to thank everybody for uh, for listening in this week. Uh, as always, hit us up on Twitter at F-I-V-E-A-T-B. And definitely come check out our YouTube channel. We are going to be posting the recording of the Man United-Liverpool game. First of all, watch the game so you, you know what's going on while we're doing this. And then uh, and then come check out the video and, and enjoy the uh, the antics, more or less. The antics. All right. We will see you all next week. <laughs>